0: Praise God tonight. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you all to the Bible study today. I want to bless the name of the Lord for helping us all Amen. and being faithful towards his word on us. The Lord and He praised forever. And I want to welcome everyone to so, the study of the Word yeah. as our custom always is. I want to trust the Lord tonight that the Word will come to you in power and in much assurance and in faith in the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 1, 23, 24 the Bible refers to Jesus being the wisdom and the power of God. So Jesus is wisdom. And Paul says that we understand the will of the Lord by being wise. Therefore, what is the the tool where this wisdom is? John 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the word, And the word was with God, and the word was God. So wisdom of God is found in the word of God. And that's the reason Bible study like this is very important for our spiritual growth and development. And tonight I want to thank the Lord for bringing us together to share again the precious word. God's word is precious, is divinely precious, is all we have for life and godliness. And that's why I want us not to, you know, take or approach Bible study with, 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 with levity. Let's come to it with all our hearts. Um, tonight I want us to To visit our Texts of study First Thessalonians Chapter 1 I want to show the Lord that we'll be studying Thessalonians for um, For the duration of This study and we've started From Chapter number 1 And um, We'll take it from there I want to believe that after a while I'll be able to run a little I do not enable me, but uh, I want to take it gradually so that we understand the Word of God. Like I said to you in our previous study, that every time you do Word or uh, uh, book study and line by line study, you will, as a matter of necessity, almost touch the vital. Doctrines of Scripture. For the doctrines of Scripture are not concentrated on any particular book. The doctrines of the Bible are scattered all around the 66 books of the Bible. Therefore, you glean one or two things from every book in the Word of God. And the beauty of this study is that it will expose us to in-depth um, um, studies so that you also can learn going forward how to study the Word of God for yourself. And that's why I'm laying this foundation, this pattern, so we can be people of the world. Um, you know, the, the, the process that I gave us for exegesis. Is very fundamental and crucial for this talk or this teaching. If you remember, and uh, if your memory is, 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 um, I mean, collect well, remember, I said the first thing we need to do is that we need to read or observe. So, the first thing in, in Bible study is that you read the scripture for yourself, you read the text, you read the syntax, you read uh, and, and understand the semantics. For the mind of God is communicated by the written word. And then you interpret what doesn't word mean. Because word, words have meaning. And God intends to communicate his thoughts to us so we can understand. That means Bible is is, is, is interpretable. Bible is understandable. God did not make some people I'm, I'm, I'm the custodian of the of the unveiling of the mystery of scriptures. No, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable unto all men. Praise God. You see it's in some circles, some some people are, are giving the, the portfolio to interpret scripture to us. That means whatever they say, it is what it means. No, God did not put anybody to interpret scripture. Anyone can pick the word but the spirit of God, who is our teacher and lives in us, will be taught God's word. For God's word is understandable. So you read the word, you interpret it. But what guides your interpretation right is that you are able to find other scriptures that that correlates, that 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 validates, that that further um, and or explains what you've just read. Because no one scripture in the Bible can stand alone. You don't use one scripture to interpret the whole Bible. When you find a place where it says, And the man drank wine, and then you take it and says, Bible says, and the man drank wine. No, you don't take just that one line and run with it. You have to look for other scriptures to so be sure that what you are interpreting is what actually God intends for you to glean. Hallelujah. So, using scripture to interpret scripture is a fundamental principle for biblical interpretation for safety. You know, I said in the last class, Apostle Peter was writing to the church, General Epistle in 2 Peter three, verse from verse from verse fifteen and sixteen. He was talking about Apostle Paul's writing. Now, come with me tonight, you can. Hallelujah tonight. Second Peter chapter number three. Let's see together. Second Peter three. Maybe we can start on there tonight. Second Peter three. We'll read from verse. From verse 15, it says, an account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, had written unto you. Now notice as also in his epistles speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable. Now, why are those things? hard to be understood because they are all unlearned and they are unstable. stable. So if you are well versed in scripture and you are stable with the word, nothing will be hard to understand. So what makes you understand the scripture is that you are learned, you are conversant with the Bible. Do you know that many church, many church folks today don't even know the Bible for themselves. They expect someone to interpret them. No, but God wants you to read the Bible. The Bible says in two Corinthians three eighteen, say, but we all, we all praise, but we all, we all. Now before I will come to we all, see what it says in verse sixteen. There it says, rest as they do all the scriptures. That means. The, the 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 things that Paul wrote is actually on the same pedestal with other scriptures praise god so paul's writing is not inferior to genesis peter said what he wrote he wrote by the wisdom god gave him for the church so peter was validating the epistle or the letters of Apostle Paul. It says as other scriptures. So the the epistle of Paul is not the only scripture. There are also other scriptures that we know uh, in the Bible. But the rest will it, and it destroys them. So scripture can actually destroy. People can misinterpret scripture, and will lead to destruction. hallelujah let nobody today take his take the salmon, take their life everything about them just on the book of Psalms or on the book of second Solomon no 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 you're not called to leave to leave to just take one line on one book and just say that no you're meant to read the entire scripture for all scripture given by the inspiration of God. 2 Corinthians 3 18 says for oh, we all an open face beholding as in the glass the glory of God. So the Bible actually is the glory of God. As we behold it, it will it will it will open our eyes, it will it will strengthen us. You see, if the word of God is the glory of God, then the devil doesn't want you to walk in the glory. And what will it do to stop you from walking in the glory is to, is to, is to make you so busy, so engaged that you don't get to hear the gospel. Or, you well. will put you in a place where God's word is not being preached and taught. And once it does that, you might think you have the glory, but the glory you have is not the glory of God, but the glory of man. We all, with open face beholding as it were, the glory of God and are being transformed and are being changed. Listen, child of God, no word of man can change you. The best that man can do is to make you the best of yourself. But God's word will make you what he wants you to be. And I will rather choose the letter. Because if you hold on to God's word, it will give you profit both in the now and in the here. After So, we study the Bible with our hearts. And that's why, as a church, we place emphasis on the Word of God. Now, talk with me tonight to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 1. That's our study text, or our, so rather our study book. 1 um, Thessalonians chapter 1, we, we, we study that, that, that study and then from verse 1. We said and we read Paul and Silvanus and Timotheos. Now this is the first phrase and is the subject of the letter. Now I told you, Now an average letter or a, a, a typical letter in the early times always have an introduction, has a body and has a conclusion. Right now, we are still looking at the introduction of this letter um, that Paul, the apostle wrote to the church in Thessalonica to reveal to them the mind of God and to address certain issues that that was bothering them at that time. And then I said to us, you see, every word in the Bible matters, even to the names um, that God uh, inspired his his authors to use. You know, Paul used many names, you know, Paul had to greet many people and they were all mentioned in the annals of scripture. But right now, today I want us to just take the the the, the, the next word there, Anthimopheos. I know some of you who are talking that we take together today and we shall. and um, trusting the Lord to through to complete on this today and then we make progress as we study the Bible. You know, left to me, I wish we have all day long to study so we can finish this in 24 hours. You know, non stop. We just keep studying this Bible like that until we finish it. But we trust God to take it piecemeal. Amen. And I know you've been blessed thus far in this study. Now, one of the things I want you to know is that the purpose of studying the Word is to apply it. You see, the, 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 the major point, you know, people hear the Word and, and, and they're excited. But it's not the exception of the word that matters, it's the doing. That's what James said. He says, Be not, be not here in the word alone, but doers. It is the doing. And my prayer for you today is that is that you will do what you hear. As the word of God inspires, challenges you. You will act accordingly. Praise God. Now, Timothy of Timothy else. Now, to understand Timothy, you know, I said, when we are reading Bible, okay, now, let's apply our rule of Exodus on Timothy. Now, we've read it, Timothy. What is next? We interpret Timothy. Okay, who is Timothy? That's the next thing to do. And then we start to look at him. And then we look at scriptures to back this is our, um, our interpretation. And so, to start on Timothy tonight, to understand who he is, let's assume you're hearing him you for the first time. And for some of us, it's the first time we're going to hear some depth about Timothy. Talk with me tonight, by the grace of God, to Acts Apostle chapter 16. Acts 16, let's start from there tonight to, to gain a little about who Timothy is. Acts 16, we're we'll going to read from verses 1 through 6, and then I will I will take it up from there. Acts chapter 16. If you notice, we're coming from Acts 15. It's not who Silas or Silvanus is. You know, I find it difficult to use the word was for them. I don't it is, but it's okay. But um, pardon any word, a, 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 any I, I I use. So from chapter 15, we saw Silas. Been introduced. He came from the church in Jerusalem. He was recommended. He was. He was a prophet. Hallelujah! Was that in Acts fifteen verse fourteen and 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 rather uh, verse, verse thirty two? He was a prophet, and then and then he he was sent to follow the the brethren and Paul and and, um, and and Barnabas back to to Antioch to explain the position of the church. And when he got there, he saw what. God has used Paul to do it. He, his heart meets with Paul, just like the heart of Jonathan, who, with David. He, he just loved David, because David was a man out of God's own heart. And he knew that God had a plan for David, and Jonathan became David's close friend. Same thing happened here with Silas to the point that when their assignment was over and were meant to go back home, he says, no, I'm not going back. I will remain here with with Paul. I want to do this work. I I, I want my name to be written also among those who stood for God when it actually matters are you willing now i will talk about this today as we this in, in this study are you willing to stand for god when it matters are you willing to stand for the cost just like david stood for god when it matters, he came to the field, and Goliath was there, long no, 40 days. And he, he said, no, I, this man is defiling the armies of the Lord. I will not allow this gold. Even if I die, let me die. Same with Esther and Mordecai. Listen, folks, the time has come when the perspective of the believer should change in respect to faith. We must stand and let our life so shine before men, and that men may see God in us. That is the time in which we are today. The days of enjoying church and just and just and just and just you know you know just just coming and, and 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 having a good time is over. Church is not the place where men have good time. Yeah, you may have some times of good time in church, but most of the time the time for fellowship and to refer that when we we'll go back in the world and represent Christ and, and, and stand for the world where it matters. Hallelujah tonight. Acts 16 from verse 1. Let's be together. Then came he to David. Who came there? Paul and who now? And Silas. They came to David. Hallelujah. Now, if you read Acts 15.40. 40, was, and Paul and Silas and departed, being commanded by the brethren of the of God. So now Paul and Silas left. And they came to Debbie. So then came he to Debbie and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple. Now mark that. Now, Timothy was referred to as a word, as a disciple. So Timothy was already a believer before he met Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. And he was there just serving God as a young man. It was a disciple named Timotheus the son of a certain woman, whose, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek. So we know here that his mother was a Jew, his father was a Greek. Alright, so his father was an unbeliever, but his mother was a believer, praise God. Now sometimes, you see, it does happen that that, that people get married before they got saved. Alright, uh, two unbelievers can marry. But you see, a believer cannot marry an unbeliever when a person has become a believer For it is not given to you To marry an unbeliever When you are saved Praise God, hallelujah Amen Hallelujah tonight So, 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 so his father was a Greek The mother was a Jew Or a Jewess Alright Now, verse 2 Which was well reported of by the Brethren that were in Israel Have you noticed that most of these folks are always well well off. Silas was well what spoken of, and the brethren recommended him. That means that means that means the sign that you are doing the will of God should be obvious to other people in church. People should be able to stand and 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 and, and, and give word about your faith. Paul said in Romans 1 verse 8, He said, I thank my God that your faith right now is well spoken of throughout the world. That means, that means, that means, of that means the ways we know you are growing is that your faith will be attested to by your fellow believers. If people are unable to defend your faith, to defend you, it shows something is lacking about you. Verse 2, which was well-ordered by the very Robert Lister and Iconium, He will Paul have to go forth with him and and as him because of the Jews which were in those quarters, for they knew all that his father was in Greek. Now, what happened here was that when Paul met Timothy, being a believer, Timothy had also gotten them poor. And, and Paul loved him because of his zeal, his policy, and his willingness to walk. But one thing was wrong with, with Timothy, He was, he was uncircumcised. And Jews don't deal with anyone who is uncircumcised. So to be able to minister alongside Paul in his journeys, he had to reward. So, So Paul circumcised him. Amen. Praise God that that the Jews around might receive Him when it comes to minister. Do you know that that of the mandate of Paul that God gave Him in Acts nine? He says, "For you will speak My name to the Jews, then to the Gentiles." So Paul always we notice in Acts will always first and first must do what go to the synagogues and teach the Jews. It's when the Jews refuse to accept that they will turn to the Gentiles. So because of his his mandate, he always will see the Jews first and then the Gentiles. So because of that, he had to circumcise Fimovi. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for the gift that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were Jerusalem. And so when churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone through year and the region of Galatia and were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the one Asia, they went to Mysia and on and on and on. So from this point we see the introduction of Timothy in the ministry of Apostle Paul. And without this, this encounter, he could not have been mentioned in 1 Thessalonians. So it means for you to surface anywhere in the plan of God, you must have been doing something before. Bible says, For he that is faithful in little is also faithful in much. God will not commit something great to your hands if you are not unfaithful in something little. If Timothy had not been, been, been serving, because the Bible says that the brethren in Econium and Debbie and Lystra recommended spoke well of him. And that means there were some people there when Paul came. Paul came to strengthen. Now, how did they hear the gospel? Well, we, we, we only told how, but Paul came there to establish and, 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 and got the church congregation so multiply, but Timothy had been a faithful believer there serving God. Now, in this, in, at this point, history has that Timothy was a teenager at this time when he became, um, 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 um uh, Paul's dedicated to the churches in Ephesus, he was in his 30s. So, Timothy was a young boy serving God. So, it doesn't really matter how old or how young. David was seventeen when he began to do exploit for God. So I want to say to you tonight, God has a great plan for every of His children. But whatever He plants you, He wants to become faithful to Him. If you are serving in their house, you are you are an usher. Serve faithfully. If you are in in, in those that set up equipment, oh, do it. Come early. Make make it the best. Come with ideas. Be, be, be thinking how what you are doing can be improved. How can be better? Okay, today we are putting this AC here. How can we make it better? Today we are putting this this cutting okay here. How can we? You are always thinking, and in doing the service, the brethren are watching because if they account for you to be faithful, it means God is also as faithful. So Timothy is a native of Lystra. His father was a Greek. His mother was a Jewess. He, he was taught in the way of the Lord from a child. We will see that as we make progress tonight. And he served the Lord with all his heart. And the apostle Timothy, I mean apostle Paul, met him while he was young. In Debi and Lystra. Now Debi and Lystra is 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 is, 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 is there are two cities close to one another, and 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 Paul took him up and made him his partner. So Paul, together with with Silas or Silvanus and Timothy came afterward to Philippi, and from there to Thessalonica, And that's where this church was founded. But tonight, I want us to look at a few things as we, as we look at the lessons to learn. I have a few things to share with us tonight, and I, and I want to finish it today. And, and I, I want to see the heart of God. You know, I said to you that every scripture God has he has something he wants to convey, when you when you exject the Bible properly, you will see a lot of things in the heart of God that God wants to pluck across. So we read in verse number 1 that Paul and Silvanus and Timothy. Now, if you ask me, why the other? Maybe this is the reason. Silvanus is much older than Timothy and more experienced than Timothy certainly so, because Silvanus or Silas was actually a prophet, he was a minister, he was sent from the church in Jerusalem, so most likely that reason, he came first Paul, then Silas, then Timothy, you see, in the things of God, there's always order, so we say order, this will show you order, now I'm doing this now, it's not because I'm just showing you that, so why would it be Paul, why not Timothy, Silvanus and Paul? You, you, you find Paul always say, God the Father and the Son Jesus, grace, mercy and peace, Paul and this, Paul and this, Paul and this. That means there's always order. There's order in the church, there's order at home. In the church, God has set in the church assembly the pastors and the leaders. The pastor is ahead, the leaders are helping out. We J- 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 read last time about Moses and Aaron and all and Joshua and Caleb. Everyone had their own. Oh. In fact, when God called Mo- Moses, he Moses, Moses said, God, I can't. Speak to you, no, I will make you a God and Aaron will be your prophet. That means that means Aaron will be speaking. Speak to Aaron, Aaron will speak speaking. That means, as far as God is concerned, Aaron is perpetually under Moses. There's order. And that's why when people began to oppose Moses, God fought them. Because they weren't saying things that Moses did wrong. They were just jealous of Moses. So there's no room for jealousy in the things of God. Everybody has their own place. In the home, there's order. The husband is head. The wife is the co head and the helper. The wife must never usurp authority. And the husband must always love. They are distinct roles, just like the Father and the Son and the Spirit are one, but each have their place. And Jesus always referred to the Father as Father. Though they are equal, but he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He found himself as a man, he humbled himself, so there's order. so we have to find Paul, and the next person is who is is still because of his position, he is higher in, in rank to theme of him, that's why you have Paul, and Silas, and theme of yours, are you here tonight, are you learning something? So spiritually, there's order and there's hierarchy, and so in the church at Oba also there's order. Now, what is the order? The pastor is the head, and the leaders are, 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 are follow and everyone in church. That's that's how God sees us, and that rank, that that equilibrium must not be be upset at any time. If the grace and the oil of God is to so flow on us, if we all must be one doing the will of the Lord. But let me show us quickly tonight. Something here. Some lessons I want us to see quickly. Do you notice that? Listra. Okay. Let me say like this: Listra and Derby are cities today in Turkey. Now, I want to please quickly listen carefully. You see, the seven churches in Asia Minor are all cities in Turkey today. Now, let me say this to you because Lystra and Debbie and Ephesus and all these towns. Thessalonica so, is a city in Greece today. Corinth is in Greece today. Romans is in Rome, alright. But the major centers where these things were playing out, apart from Corinth and Thessalonica, actually today is in Turkey. Even Greece also has a fundamental issue that we to raised now. But these centers are the are the are, are bad place. Of the power and the oracle of God in those days. Why have things so changed drastically? Why has it so, so, you know, so changed? I will try my best tonight to explain. Hallelujah. Something went wrong fundamentally. Now. Now. The first lesson I want us to learn here tonight is that if we don't hold our ground and hold forth, the devil is waiting at the corner. Ephesians 4, 27 says, give no room for the devil or to him. And so the location where all these things were playing out today is not what it used to be at a time where these things were. Now, the seven churches in Asia Minor, Ephesus, Pergamos, Thyatira, Laodicea, Philadelphia, Simna, and Sardis. These Places actually were a physical location in the time of Jesus. And and in that time, it was situated along the sea. It was a trading route. So anybody who gets the word there would take the word to other parts of the world. Europe, Asia, and others. And so God chose to pass and give a verdict about the churches in this route. But if it gets to them, God is saying that it should also reflect and get to other parts of the world where believers actually gather. But let me narrow down to that area in particular. One of the churches in the area is called Ephesus. And Ephesus... Jesus gave an assessment of the church. Now, Lystra is today, currently is called Zoldera in Turkey. Tassos is called Messine in Turkey. Ganesha is Ankara, of Ankara today in Turkey. Tayatira today is called Akhisha in Turkey. There's a town called Alkiza, that was the ancient Hyattira. Philadelphia is Alejassir today in Turkey. Laodicea is Denizli today. These are towns in Turkey today, where these things actually happened. And if Paul and, and Cyrus and Timothy actually ministered in this environment, What went wrong? The first clue we find here is what Jesus said when he appraised the church and by extension, the body of Christ in general. The church in Ephesus, Jesus said in Revelation 2, verse 4 and 5, he says, he says, you have left your first love. It means believers, if we leave our first love, the devil will take advantage. Even today, if we refuse to be father in spirit, serving the Lord, the devil will infiltrate our camp, will, will make us look warm. And Jesus assessed the church in Ephesus. The church in Pagamos. He says, I have something against you. Revelation 2 verse 14. He says, for you have, you have, you have, you have, you have believed the doctrine of Balaam. Who is Balaam? Balaam is a false prophet who went, wanted to cause the people of God that they might sin. They are prophets today. They are causing people to sin. And the church of Jesus in our day is openly embracing them. We must stand against when things aren't being done, the way you do, don't stand idle. Rise up, learn the truth, and defend the gospel. The church in Ephesus left their false love. Can you imagine such a church where Paul ministered, where Timothy ministered, they left their first love? Something went wrong. Bible says Ephesians 4:27. It says we must not give devil a place, a foothold in our homes. Don't give him a foothold in your life. Don't need your first love. Hold on to God tightly. Today, Turkey is 95% non non-Christian Islam. Today. If we if we don't, why did they fall? Why did they be fall? Why did Lisbon where Timothy Mr. Fall? Now because, because of Timothy and Severus, I'm taking these points. Why did they fall? Why did they all fall? Because of the, of, the, of, the, of the issues Jesus raised. You see, Jesus did a diagnosis on those churches. And he showed them, he said, If you don't repent, I will come and remove your candlestick. That means they did not repent. And Christ removed the candlestick. That way, today, Turkey is 95% non Christian. Balaam. Taught compromise. Balaam taught the church to compromise, and today they are prophets, their pastors teaching their congregants compromise. If you find such people, what ought ye to do? Ye not, you, you should not just sit as though no constancy, If you do, a day will come when your faith might be overrun. Stand your ground and defend the causes of God. Stand in the place of prayer. Stand in the place of the world. And Jesus so said, I have these against you. Though they have some things positive, but there are more things against them. And those things against them, they refuse to attend to. So in the church at Oba and the church of Christ, there is no compromising on the Word. Let's stay preaching the word. Let's stay evangelizing. You must evangelize. You must preach the word. You know, recently the, the Pope said something that the days of preaching to win souls are over. That no believer should preach to win anymore. That we are all one. With that everybody is God's child in the world today. That there's no who crusade. Check it on and you'll find it. This is the problem. This is 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 because because Balak went to call. Now, if you read Revelation Rev, Rev, chapter two, you will find it there. From verse fourteen, they gone the way of Balaam, the son of Bashur, who 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 Balak called to to the people of God. Their ministers and the devil is doing today. To cause compromise in the church, they say there's no baptism of Holy Ghost. They say there's no worry about Jesus. Oh, they say no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You can come as you are. You can wear dreadlocks. You can wear tattoos. It doesn't matter. Dress as you like. No. Paul says, let nobody deceive you. For for this reason, is the wrath of God come over the sons of disobedience. The chapter 5. Chapter 5 verse 1. So as a church, we must learn from these examples and hold forth for the Lord. Revelations Revelation 220, it says, it says, for they suffer Jezebel, that prophetess, as someone in the church, they allow the spirit of fornication to try you can't come to a church as a woman with your cleavage open. No. You can't come to a church like that. Something should pick you. Your dress should be holy. Your appearance should be godly. When men see you, they should be able to know that this is a child of God. And I'm dressing a way as a man or a woman. To, 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 to the, the dress that men so the, the pants or the toilet will be so tight that the growing will be so obvious. Even ministers, jackets, no more in those days. They are very But today. They are tight things that will wear. Please men, don't wear things that will make your groin to appear. No, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is seductive. It is, it is, it is, it is against God. This is the way by which the devil enters in and begins to corrupt and cause compromise. And the moment the church is compromised, the devil has to do The church in Nigeria, Jesus said, you've suffered that Jezebel. That top she claimed to be a prophetess. You suffered her in your midst. Jesus was the one that did the examination. Now, talk a to Revelation 1. Let's see that this evening. Before I say it's talking. This is not my, my words. This is Jesus' diagnosis of the church. And he warned them. He said, said, I have to against you. Repent. And for everybody that should repent, there was a consequence for their non repentance. Revelation 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto the servants. That means God gave Jesus to show unto John. This is God's appraisal of the church. He showed to Jesus whose body the church is, and he showed to John. Debbie, Thastos, Lystra, Galatia, Thyatira, Philadelphia, Pergamos, Sardis, Sinna, and Ephesus. They are in current day talking, And Jesus warned those churches to be careful of everything he raised. But he refused. You know Sardis? it says, you think you are alive but you are actually dead but before you, now, that's Revelation 3, verse 1 to 3 because of time tonight, moving through it all but others, after this last one minute that church thought they were alive but Jesus said they were actually dead let me read verse 1 of Revelation 3 and unto the angel of the church of Sardis write this thing said he that hath the seven spirit of God and the seven stars I know thy works that thou hast a name that thou livest and are dead you see that means some churches are actually dead centers. I didn't say God said it be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die for I have not found thy works perfect before God Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. Listen, he says, Hold, he says, There are little things that there. You know what is there? The Spirit of God is just still there, little. Before he leaves the church, repent. That means a lot places where they actually need the gospel preach to them again. This is what God is saying. It's not man. That means you must be careful who you listen to thank God I know who in this is It's a strengthening what is left before ev- everything totally collapses. You see this church in Simna, they didn't strengthen it and they collapsed. Today, they're almost Muslims. Because once life goes out, death begins to come in. And when it comes time, death will fully get down. But praise God, when life also comes in, death begins to give way. I'm a time also. Life takes preeminence. The church in Laodicea. That's interesting. Talk with me that it's tonight. Verse 14 of chapter 3. I'll read to verse and then I, 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 I was, I'll do to close tonight. Let me show you that. Why am I going to start tonight? I'm just showing you that we must not give the devil a room in our lives, in our marriages. Husbands, no room. Wives, don't give the devil room. Children, uh, obey your parents in the Lord. Don't, don't, don't be wayward. Don't, don't, don't throw back friends. Don't, don't try to, to, to test take cigarettes and, and, see how it is. Don't try to, to, take a sip of and you see how, no, no, don't, don't go that route. Stay pure with God. Give the devil no room at all. for so to give him a space, it will take an entire acre God won these churches. Child of God, don't play with, with with your cultism. Don't follow bad friends. Don't go to nightclubs. Keep the circle of your friendship to believers. Now I'm not saying don't have colleagues who are not saying no because, because we're in the world. But see, those must, they must not be your confidence. If you go in that route, it's only a matter of time. But if you follow the rites of God, also, it's also only a matter of time. Your life will appear. From verse 14 to 3. Let me read. And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans, writes, God says, These things said the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, and the beginning of the Christian of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot, I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched And thou art miserable And thou art poor And thou art blind And thou art naked What an irony This church was wasting in prosperity They had everything they needed They had all the bands They had all the music They had all the sex They had all the lights. They had all the buildings They had all the, the cathedrals. Everybody in town is talking about their project But God says you are blind They are miserable They are poor And they are wretched So it says in this line there I counsel thee to buy of me, gold, shine in fire. Now, that word is a, a, a methodology met, 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 met for the word of God. God's word is like gold, shine in what in fire. It's like silver, purified, how many times? Seven times, said the scripture. So God is saying, "I don't need you to boast about what you have. Stay on my word." He says, "For a man's life does not consist." So beware of churches that preach materialism. It doesn't matter how men appraise them, but you stay with God's word. For if they go in that too long enough, they will miss God. God won them, but the churches here did not listen. And today, as we share these things, let's look inward and look at ourselves. How are you pursuing money? How is how how is material things controlling you? Your your impetus, your 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 you know, you are on things. Once it comes to buying shoes. Buying new things, buying gifts, you nobody know, seeing on Facebook, on Instagram. You are, you are, you are, you are, always thinking of changing your gears, your, your dreams, everything. You, your, your, whole life is around people targeting you. There's danger in your life. God won this church. This church sought approval. They were, they were hell bent on proving their wealth. And God says they are blind, poor, naked, and wicked. By of the Lord that which is needful. And what is that? God's word. Timotheus was from David and Lystra. Paul, Medipha, Timothy ministered in Ephesus. Paul, Ephesus, Philippians, all these places together. And God raised a red flag. I'm going to close it tonight. But maybe the last time I'm going to say. We'll learn here also. That Timothy's godly mother. And grandmother. Influenced him. From young age. Second Timothy. Chapter 1 verse 5. Paul said to Timothy. When I beheld in faith. In your mother. And your grandmother. I'm, I'm passed with him that same was in you. So most probably it was his mom that actually preached the gospel to him. Parents, we should be great influence on our children. Bible says, Teach your child in the way he should go. So when he grows up, he will depart from it. Let me say this to us soon as I close. Why have I gone this route? The times are here when people have, might have to die. Where people might have to pay the ultimate price for the sake of the gospel. The devil has in, he has made so great incursion into our territory that we have to stop him and push him back. But it will take sacrifice, it will take repentance, it will take boldness, it will take a will of the Lord to do that. come back to your first love. Now, now here is the question. How many people even have first love in the first instance? Don't permit the doctrine of Balaam. Compromise. The gospel must not be compromised in our day. If not, our children will wake up one day and Find no more. Don't, don't. What they would get might not be Islam, maybe new science, world, what they call now, uh, new world order, new age, new age, new age, new age is, it, is it not a daughter of Christian. In fact, uh, there's Christian science, and those things would thrive. Because we are not holding for, and tonight I'm begging us as a church, and I'm speaking today to the body of Christ. The days are here when we should be strong in the world. But the way to be strong is by a Bible studying like this. Tyatira, you a woman, Jezebel, the prophetess, seducing the church and looking seductive. Women, you dress well. Cover yourselves. Men, dress in the glory of God. I don't know when men start wearing bunnyhocks. Today, you, you, you find men, I'm wondering, you, you find men swearing so clothes. And the clothes are so tight, you will see muscle. It should stop. It's getting in. We don't know. We think it's the age. No, it's not the age. Somebody is behind it. Men stop wearing tight tops. Top you will sew. You have five years. You use one and years. For what? The five years is for you. So buba, wear it. You sew so trousers. Today so, so, so tight in church. Why? It must stop. Because if you start wearing tight things like this, your children will not wear anything. Because you know, before it's big, now it's coming down to the point that it become you know, I was watching a few years ago, You said now there's a place in America that is it's a um, body image that you, 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 they, they don't work anymore. You, 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 you're proud of your body. So, 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 who so walk on the street naked. And before you know it, there's nothing to stop naked. We should stop it. These are the ways. This is be, And they come. And Jesus and God raised red flag. That this is happening. You must watch it. Hate the Nicolaitans. Hate Jezebel. Stand for God. Even if you are persecuted. In fact, the church in Sydney, God says, you live in the seat of Satan. You are heavily persecuted. But hold on till the end. For he that endure to the end shall be saved if it costs us to all unto death, we must stand. For if we don't stand, there will be nothing to be quit to the next generation. Enough of the days of glory. Which glory? The glory is God's word. Enough of opening your game. Which game? Christ is not playing any game in the life of the believers. It's about life. Enough of covenant lights. Enough of of of, of of prophetic nonsense. Enough of witchcraft praying. Enough of manipulation. More of the word. Child of God. God calls us to stay on the word, eat the word, feed on the word, grow on the word, and expect the Lord Christ to come back. For God's kingdom is not in meat and drink. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What will be your role? Will you just look by idle and see God's kingdom harassed? Will you say, No, Lord, if you need a man, find me outstanding? How did you apply this to yourself and to myself? <coughs> apply it and change. Change your attitude, change your dressing, change your outlook. Get more fervent. Speak more of God's word. More than speaking, begin to leave God's word more. Because the enemy is actually as has actually infiltrated the camp. No compromise. Be bold. At close tonight, Paul and Silvanus And Primotius. The servants of God. Let's pray. Father, I've spoken your word. We studied your word today, 1st chapter 1. We looked at the life of Timothy, we looked at the life of Silvanus and Paul. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation you gave us today. Lord, beyond what I can say, beyond what you've inspired me to say today, Lord, speak to your children yourself. Help us make the adjustments. that your light might remain. That your truth might be preserved. Preserve your truth in us. Preserve your ethics in us. Preserve your life in us. That the next generation might come and be able to identify and see what truth is and what true life is. I pray for every child, every boy, every man, woman that have had me today. Strength to make amends and to do the word of God. Thank you, O God. Father, we love you. We want to do your will. Help us. Shine us light. Help us. Represent you. This word to spread. As many places as this word should enter. As many lives as you hear this Lord that you have you have damning to rescue. Lord, cause them to hear these words. I give my tongues, I give my life to you, God. Use it as you will. Not my will. But your will be done in my life. And in our Thank you, Lord, because there's joy in our homes tonight. There's peace and love in our homes. There's faith, rejoicing, strength in God, and direction of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. For pray with thanksgiving as a church. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. As one said, Amen. Thank you tonight for listening to the Word. God bless you. I bless blessed I bless everyone. In Jesus' name, Amen. Bye for now. God bless you.